Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. We're going to be moving on. You know, we are mid-Feb and I'm wondering how you are feeling about 2024. Are you sizzling out? Um, has all the the hype for the new year kind of sizzled, sizzled out? Or are you full steam ahead and still on track with all of those goals and dreams and whatever it is that you set up or the, the you know, everything you, you put into place at the beginning of the year? Well, I have Helene Smuts, who's an advanced coach, personality profile and expert in behavioral psychology on the show today. And we're looking at decluttering into work and life mode. So it's kind of... A decluttered mindset and I quite like the idea of a decluttered mindset and at the same time I'm wondering how one does declutter a mindset wow we live in a very busy world um, and we are bombarded all the time there's lots and lots of clutter so I'm sure Helene's going to have some pointers for us Helene welcome and thank you so much for joining us Amazing. Thank you for having me. Excited to be on the show. Lovely to have you on the show. As I said, you know, it's uh, six weeks into the the new year. Um, some people are still going. Some people are thinking, oh, my goodness, it feels <laughs> like December already. And I think this has a lot to do with the continual bombardment of information, everything vying for our attention. So much work, so many things. So yeah, there's so many cluttered spaces in all areas of our lives. And maybe you can just speak to this decluttered mindset and why something like this would be important. Yeah, I think, um, first of all, just to maybe also say that decluttering can can show up, or clutter can show up in many different spaces. It can be like emotional clutter, uh, your physical space clutter, relationship clutter, diary clutter. So to... It's almost like first to identify where's the cluttering happening so that you can understand where to start decluttering. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just look at my WhatsApp groups and I'm going, oh my goodness, I need to exactly. declutter that. <laughs> oh my goodness, in the inbox, yeah. the clutter in the inbox, right? Yeah. No, it's 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 actually getting quite intense. And I think because everyone has access to information immediately. That is why there's so much information overload as well, because everyone can get everything like like you can imagine. You have a question, you ask, now you ask ChatGPT, you don't ask Google anymore. But it's information is readily available so people can pass on tasks a lot faster. And you, when you are busy with your own stuff, then you already get everyone else's work in your inbox that you now need to execute on. So there's a lot going on. And when when decluttering is actually done well, it, I mean, we can speak a little bit about this, but what it does, it frees your, your, the space that you occupy in terms of frustration, anxiety, concern, and worry. And when that, when you have that free space in your, in your headspace, that is when you open up for innovation, creativity, problem solving, the ability to make quick decisions and not bad decisions because you have a clear mind space. Sure. I mean, I'm having a lovely sigh just thinking about that. I, I love that, you know, um, freeing up the space, that space that is normally occupied with yeah, the worry and the anxiety and the to do. And exactly, you know, and I, I want to just go back to what you said about this AI. And we think that we are making more time so we can do things quicker. But in fact, we're just filling our life with more of the clutter. And maybe if we sat down and thought through something on our own instead of having 
having to ask for, you know, chat GPT's help where it's just more information bombarding us, but we had to go and access it. That in itself, even though it's work, is almost a way of decluttering. What, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? So interesting. As you were as you were saying that, there, two things went on for me. Yeah. Um, the one is one hundred percent is making space for ourselves to sit and think and ponder on stuff. Mm. Um, so how how would I want to approach this challenge that I'm having? What would my natural self response be? In and think that through before you go. Okay, what would the business need, and what is that? What is that person's um, opinion around how I should do this? But again, we can't take that space if we haven't freed our, our decluttered environment. So 100% agree with you there that it is important for us to learn how we would solve problems instead of just asking opinions, whether it's from other people or, or from AI. But on the other hand, and um, my, my two IC will laugh hearing this, both of us are really bad at copywriting, okay? So now for me to sit and write, rewrite and rewrite and try to get the English grammar correctly and things like that, that for me is my clutter. I yeah. can write something, but then, this is where I'm so thankful for ChatGPT, but then to put it in ChatGPT and say, please rewrite this for correct English so that it can go, go out to a client that for me is then decluttering my time because I'm using it to increase my productivity. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it's, it. it depends a little bit on how you use those type of tools that are out there. Mm, and, and isn't that life really? I suppose with everything, that's the, the good and the bad. I suppose we have to look yeah. at all of that, finding that balance. Yeah. Helene, we're going to take a quick break. And after the break, um, I'm going to ask you to share with our audience, with all of these, the clutter, you said emotional clutter, um, physical, relational, et cetera, et cetera. Where does one start? You know, what's that first? What's that first step in that? What seems like a really huge mountain to climb. So, a quick break, and, and we'll be right back. Hi FM, one hundred and one point nine megahertz of life. Welcome back to the show. I have Helene Smuts, an advanced coach, personality profiler, and expert in behavioral psychology. We're talking about decluttering, um, a decluttered mindset. Um, and I think it's brilliant because we, there's so much clutter. Um, and so Helene, just before the break, I asked, you know, where does one start? It's kind of like walking into a room where bombs gone off and there's just so much and one doesn't know where to start. And just the overwhelm in terms of that one, you, you, one is kind of, you know, tempted to turn around and leave the room completely. So, so what, what is the first step or steps? Yeah, I, I think the first thing that I want to mention that actually is uh, quite um, quite a positive mindset is to understand that even it doesn't matter always where you start. There's some people say you have to start decluttering your bedroom or your cupboard. Um, others say start at the work. It's it doesn't really matter where you start because one area where you are decluttering has a ripple effect on other areas. To give you a quick example. Um, <laughs> If I if I declutter my calendar, my my schedule clears up, which means I become a more patient leader, which then means I have a better team engagement. 
So just by me decluttering my calendar has a very big effect further down the line. Same with if you start with your garage. Um, you, you know, every single some females might agree with me, but yeah, every single time you walk through the garage, the frustration builds up. Now from that frustration, you start getting stressed because you are having a fight with your husband or your partner. And then thereafter, not, not that I'm saying it's the man's job to do it, but then <laughs> thereafter you go into a meeting and you're already in a bad mood. And then again, the client might have picked up a sense of you don't really want to be there. So each area where you clutter has an effect on other areas that is that was not intended potentially. So that's quite good to know. And then I think there's there's two other areas too that you think that one can think about um, also based on personality. I've got a very driver type personality. So for me, it will be if I declutter in area X, is that going to give me the biggest reward? So I will start with the most difficult area, but someone else will potentially start with something that excites them when that when that declutter is done, that they're going to be excited about it. Um, mm -hmm. So, for example, if you want to declutter your camping stuff because you know it's going to be so rewarding when you go camping in two weeks' time. Um, and so it's a little bit around which one can I do that will give me the confidence that I'm on the right track. And that changes from person to person. Um, like someone will want to start with something easy and another person will want to start with something that's really quite challenging. I really like that, Aline, because what I'm hearing you say is um, don't get stuck in the rules. Just do yeah. it. Take the step. Just just yeah. do where you are. Be, you know, be where you are and do what you can do. Because obviously the effects, what you're saying, the effects of when you do declutter, whether it's your schedule, whether it's your bedside table, or whether it's just your bookcase or your fridge or whatever it is, yeah. just that little step, wherever you are um, at that moment, um, makes yeah. a huge difference. It's almost the push that you need um, so, so let's just talk about this, because I know that when I tidy my desk where I work, when my desk is tidy, I am far more productive. So let's just speak to that, if you don't mind, just psychologically and emotionally, what this decluttering can do for one. Yeah, that's interesting because I'm laughing because that also speaks to something that I work with a lot with our clients, which is called motivational hungers. Um and there's three different um, hunger profiles. The one is you you motivated by structure, motivated by acknowledgement, or motivated by stimulus. And often if you are the person and you're under stress and you start packing your desk and trying to clear things up, it is an indication that you have a need for structure. Mm -hmm. So... Um, that is also partly reason why once you have once you have created that structure around you, that all of a sudden you feel now I can be productive. Where, for example, someone else, if they are a bit disengaged and demotivated, they might need a, a motivation for stimulus. So they would need to have a challenge or a client that is busy, uh, quite upset, and they need to win the client back, and that will engage them again. So it's interesting how how behavior and, for example, decluttering also links to what type of motivation is currently required and where do you feel you're lacking? I don't know if that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, in my it really <laughs> does. And it's, you know, it really does. And it's so fascinating, which is why there are people like you around, because when someone sits down with you, you're able to identify it. Mm -hmm. And when you identify these traits um, in another person, you can say, 
you know, this would possibly work better best for you. This is probably yeah. the direction you should go in, which I think is amazing, Helene, is we, many of us are incredibly disconnected because we're living in this busy world and we, we don't know ourselves so well, because with every question that I've asked you, 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 you go back to we are individuals and we are different. And while we can be profiled as in, you know, these motivational hungers, we are, we're individuals and we need to kind of connect with who we are and, and find a way of being the best we can, but, you know, not within the mold of a million other people within our very particular individual mold. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's also why we have so much fun with our clients is when they get, um, when they bring us in to come and work with teams or cultures, yes, we look at it from an organizational way, but we also look how do you as an individual show up in this culture or in this business? And what can you do to add value to this team as well as get value for yourself? And when you have this type of conversations and people are open and realizing, like, hey, I, I'm I'm overwhelmed. There's too much on my plate. I need to declutter that area. Who can support and what brainstorming can we do? That's when teams start thriving. Mm-hmm. When they, they're willing to acknowledge the individual in that team, support one another, and then also kind of get to solution focus around how's the team going to work better together. Mm. Helene, we're going to take a quick break. So I'm going to ask you just to think about during the break, Um, For people who are listening, for the individual who's listening, um, and, you know, they want to take, again, that first step. I know you said wherever you are, you know, go go for a different person. But, you know, for people who are are held back, like they're just just many challenges or, you know, whether they're real challenges or just psychological, I can't do it. Maybe one or two pointers you can share with us after the break. We'll be right back. My favorite part. Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Well, welcome back to the show. Helene Smuts, who's an advanced coach, personality profile and expert in behavioral psychology, is spending some time talking about decluttering, whether it's your emotional space, your physical space, relationships, work, whatever it is, um, having this decluttered mindset. Um, And Helene talks a lot, has been talking a lot about how do you show up? What kind of person are you? Um, and how this all impacts this whole decluttering, which is really, really fascinating. But just to leave you with something, um, Helene, just to leave us and our audience with something, with one or two steps that people can take, those first few steps in, in getting this decluttered mindset. So I think there's two tools that I want to share with you. Um, and the first tool is what we what we work with with in coaching and with clients as well. And that's almost like assessing the roles that I hold. And literally what you do is draw a little stickman or stickman on a piece of paper, um, I mean, depending on your art skills, and then write down as if that person is you, all the different roles that you are holding. That can be, for example, I'm a in, in my case, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, I'm a business leader, I'm a facilitator, I'm this and this and this, I'm on this board, I'm on that um, association. Literally write every single thing down. And then you go and look at, does this role give me joy? Does this role serve a purpose? And who do I want to be in this role? 
And mm. when you can answer those questions, then the last question is, do I really still need this role? So that's the wow. one way of starting to assess all the different cluttering roles that you have. Yeah. I do that often and I once resigned from an association because I'm like, it's phenomenal, but I actually don't have space for this role. Wow. So it, it's a good way to to almost take a little bit of assertiveness in, in your own space and all the different roles that we take. So that's the one, the one tool that I highly recommend. The other tool, which is, it comes from a, um, a author and people will know the seven habits of highly effective people from Stephen Covey. And it's a tool that we also use. It's called circle of influence and circle of concern. And the first step is to write down all the different things that you are concerned about even down to uh, country politics, or I'm vaping too much. I heard you were speaking about vaping. <laughs> so all of those things, every single thing. And then next to each one, you go and write down, is this a concern that's within my control or not? So now you're starting to clear headspace from, is it worthwhile for me worrying about it? And if it is in your control, even indirect control, the next action is, what am I going to do about that? Mm. What action am I going to put in place in order to change how I show up within this challenge that I'm facing or within this concern? Mm. That becomes your action list. And when you are working through that action list, you are decluttering your concerns. And I cannot explain to you the relief that people and myself experience when I go through when we go through that exercise. Wow. So those Fantastic. Wow, so powerful. And I'm going to encourage people to come back to this interview and really listen to those those mm. two exercises. So powerful. Helene, thank you so much for joining us. It's been really amazing having you on the show today. Thank You're you. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Fabulous, fabulous. Helene Smuts, please listen to the podcast. should be on the um, uh, High FM website from tomorrow.